0: Man, it's cold, bro. I'm cold, bro. Bro, me too. It's freezing. How cold is it? My phone's saying it's 52 degrees. 52 degrees? Yeah, bro. Igloo weather. Bro, it's way too cold to be waiting for the bus, bro. I hate this.
1: (sighs) And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from the winter wonderland that's Texas, I'm Doyen. Mm, it is a winter wonderland in the south and I'm not mad at it it's not like wonder like joyous wonder it's like I'm wondering why this weather is like this right now (laughs) (laughs) I don't like being cold and this is like real like these are February temperatures and it's November
0: (laughs) yeah I love the cold weather except for Go ahead and forgive me now guys. I am very stuffy. And as we know when I'm stuffy it only gets worse as the show goes on. So mm-hmm. just bear with me, but I love it. I I I like for my seasons to do what they're supposed to do. So
1: but this is not what the season is supposed to be doing. <laughs> that's fine. Um
0: so Uh,
1: Doyen, tell us what you've been up to and what you're drinking. Um, haven't been up too much. I recently bought a standing desk. So today was my first day of playing with it. So like every hour I'd be like, okay, get your ass up, Doyen. (laughs) Raise up the desk. And then I sit back down. So I will say I do need the, um, the mats to stand on. Yeah. I'm yes. in all weird places in the carpet but otherwise that was my enjoyment for the week um, you uh, can get like I mean if you don't want to spend
0: a lot of money mm-hmm. on one of those mats you could also get the type of mat which you put like in front of your sink for washing dishes those mm-hmm. typically have that whatever to it mm-hmm. as well
1: yeah that makes sense I'll probably get that um mm-hmm otherwise no i'm just over here watching bob's burgers on repeat <laughs> i mean fun yeah though <laughs> so, uh my sister came to visit and i turned the movie on and i started singing and dancing with it and james is like this is just how she is like <laughs> i was like yeah i guess it could be weird to strangers i don't know <laughs> What um? What I was drinking. So um, I what was I doing? I went to a craft store so I could buy shirts so Jameson and I can have matching Thanksgiving shirts because that's who I am. <laughs> so on the way back, I went to a liquor store and I was just you know strolling in the Chardonnay aisle and I finally found the um the Brown Estate House of Brown Chardonnay. Um, I rarely can find it in stock. So this is the first time I found it. Really excited. It's a gorgeous bottle. If you I see. don't know if I've ever heard of that. It is yeah, a Yeah, it's bottle. one of their black, uh, I think it's the, I think it's the only black home in uh, Napa Valley area winery.
0: I got to go to, um. what's the name of the big wine store? Total Wine. Total Wines, <laughs> um, cause it's like uh forty five minutes away from me, but the the liquor stores in my area just don't do a good job of carrying like black owned things, um, mm-hmm. uh, more niche items. They just don't. So I've got to go. I've got to go to Total Wines and like stock up on all of the blackness that I'm missing
1: out on. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. Like, I think I just know of them because they do, like I said, they have a tasting room and stuff like that in Napa. But then they closed it off, so it's only for members. (laughs) But, you know, whichever way. I was excited to see the bottle. Um, And so, yeah, that's all I got going on in my life. I did see Wakanda Forever. I cried. Okay, well, I (laughs) have not, so... I know, I'm not saying anything else. I'm just telling you I
0: cried. <laughs> I already know I'm going to cry I've already. I told my cousin I was like no lashes and just a whole box of tissue. I'm just I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm going to be prepared. <laughs> um so tonight I'm going to start off with freaking me joy. And that is being alive because I was in a car accident um a few days ago. I had, won't go into a lot of details but it was pretty bad and it i mean i guess they all kind of come out of nowhere but it really came out of nowhere like i didn't see it happening i was rear-ended um and knocked over into thank god not a ditch and it happened so fast that i don't remember a whole lot but i distinctly remember Thinking to myself, is there a ditch? Is there a ditch? Because I'm familiar with the area. Mm -hmm. So I was like, is there a ditch? Is there a ditch? Because I just didn't want to get knocked over into a ditch. I don't know why that was my main (laughs) thought. I also want to say that I did not scream. Everybody was like, I know you screamed. I was like, I didn't. Surprisingly enough, calmly, very calmly in my head, I said, oh God. (laughs) I don't know know why. don't know why I am such a drama queen that I don't understand where that came from but (laughs) I just I mean I remember I I distinctly remember sitting there spinning because it not spun me around and I just went oh god (laughs) okay (laughs) so anyway I'm fine the other person's fine and now for the part I really don't like just all the inconvenience and and and, (sighs) all that stuff, I got a rental car I don't like it, but that's fine I don't have to like it, I just need to be able to get around
1: mm-hmm. Um, and that's that <laughs> um, I am very glad you're alive um, yes, you're a lot more pious than me, cause when stuff happens when I'm driving, the person, I'm like oh shit, I'm like, oh, I mean I'm sorry, um, god <laughs>
0: Listen, I cuss people out on the road daily, daily, I don't Mm -hmm. understand, I don't know where they came from, because I cuss people out on the road all day, I have often said that it, like, God didn't make me filthy, dirty, rich, because I would literally run over people all the time, and just throw a stack of money out the window at them as I kept going, like, I'm I'm not a pious driver, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess when in doubt. (laughs) Pray it Um, out. When in doubt, pray it out. (laughs) That's right. But I had, um, I work in a very small town. um, (laughs) A very small white town. But I must say that everybody was so nice. Like I was turning into a restaurant, getting ready to Mm -hmm. get lunch, pick my lunch up. And everybody just came like, I don't, I don't know how many little old white women hugged me. (laughs) (laughs) But but it was nice of them. And everyone was so sweet. They came in. A lady recognized me passing by and she came over and she stayed with me until like um, people from my work, from my office came over, which was so nice. And I told her, I was like, of course y'all know I'm a crier. I was almost in tears. I was like, you don't know how much that meant to me because even though I've worked in this town for a very long time, I still don't really know a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody. And so I'm just standing here surrounded by all these white people who were being very nice to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know them and they white. And so, <laughs> so to have this black lady recognize me and pull over and like, hey, you know, what's and stay there with me like that meant a mm-hmm. lot. Um my coworkers were phenomenal. They got me home. Then my cousin came and took me to, you know, um, get a rental car and everything. So everybody's just been great. Um, everybody's been great. I'm just ready for it to all be over with now. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been in a car accident like that? Like, where there's a possibility mm-hmm. your car is going to be
1: totaled? Um, my car turned around, but it was not totaled, but I was away from it for a very long time.
0: <laughs> okay, I've been away from a my car affairs, yeah. when someone hit it before, but I mm-hmm. wasn't in the car then. So this is mm-hmm. actually my first accident um, like this. Uh, somebody took my whole bumper off my car before, but I was in Walgreens. <laughs> Very fortunately, the lady came in Walgreens and found me, so uh, <laughs> that was nice. Her. But anywho, tonight I am drinking...
1: Orange soda,
0: Crown Royal Peach Tea. No, <laughs> um, I saw. Listen, I'm trying to hold my hand like they do on the. <laughs> but when I tell you the can is lovely, it's textured, mm-hmm. so I could just sit here and rub the can all day. <laughs> um, I've never had these before. I saw them in the store and. I saw them in the store a week or so ago mm-hmm. and I almost got them then. Then I said no because I'll drink them up before the show. And I yeah. wanted to say it before the show. So I went and got this earlier today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm gonna say the first taste for today. Again, this is Crown Royal Peach Tea.
1: Oh, that's delightful.
0: Oh good. That is delightful.
1: I'm always afraid the Crown Royal drinks are not going to be strong enough, so I never get them. Well, it's it's only 7%. <laughs> okay, so it's not strong enough.
0: So it's not strong. <laughs> but it's so delightful tasting. I'm afraid it's four of them come in a little pack. I'm afraid mm-hmm. I might drink all four because it's so <laughs> delightful. That is tasty. Mm.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. I'm ready. Okay, you ready to move on to our current events? Of course. (sighs) Anyways, goodbye to net password sharing as Netflix will start charging for it. To whom I asked? Who asked you? But uh, we've we've been getting the hints that they're going to crack down. And so uh, beginning next year, uh, they're going to monetize account sharing. Um... You can like create sub accounts for extra family members if they want to pay for family and friends. The weird thing about it is, uh, and they're trying to make it easy so that you can like share your profile and like just the handoff's easy. But I'm like, I want them to know that like if you kick off people, doesn't mean that they're gonna pay for Netflix, <laughs>
0: so it's just dumb. It's dumb all around, and the the platform itself is sinking,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're really surviving off of OG loyalists like myself. Mm-hmm. But you are going to keep on, you are going to push us away because mm-hmm. how, how? This is what I don't understand. How are you going to? How are you going to monitor? How are you going to monitor this? IP. like if you're talking about okay everybody don't need to make this a, a different profile okay but other than that how are you going to monitor this i go to like at least once a month i have to go somewhere where i'm at a hotel most of the tvs at the hotels are set up now you just enter your netflix stuff mm-hmm. so that's not at my house that's not coming mm-hmm. from my ip address and when I'm not at a hotel that has it, I always have my laptop. So it's well, like, what are you really doing here? What's the point? And then let's say let's say I'm married or I have a live in significant other or whatever. And that person is home and I'm away. Mm-hmm. We should both still be able to utilize our account. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. And all they're doing
1: is sinking the platform further. Mm-hmm yeah i know they made big bets when it came to original content everything was great in the pandemic but it's like mm, you gotta learn how to pivot like (laughs) like reduce the bets we don't need any more cartoon shows for adults (laughs) because we have like eight of them um (laughs) but like you know and i know they're probably thinking of that too but I don't know. It, it's weird to see companies struggle out in the open. Kind of makes me nervous. Also, Twitter. It's just...
0: <laughs> they just need to figure something out. They need to mm-hmm. make better content. And I really fault them because they should have seen this coming a long time ago. Mm-hmm. When they had all these shows, you should have known these other networks wasn't going to let that ride for too long. Mm-hmm. So now other networks are getting their own streaming, pulling their shows from Netflix. So now you're solely, I mean not solely, but in large part dealing with original content. And they have far more original content than they advertise. They mm-hmm. don't do justice to the black content that they have. Like they just need some they need some some people who know what they're doing sitting at the table. Mm -hmm. and not simply somebody there to say, well, let's charge people more because that ain't going to cut it. Mm -hmm. Speaking of charging people more, I got a notice from Disney that they're going up and I'm Mm -hmm. pissed about it. Like, it's almost double. It is double. And Mm -hmm. you can stay at the, like, $5 tier, $6 rather, $5.99 tier with commercials. I don't want no goddamn commercials. I done got used to not having commercials. I just I think this I last... feel so exploited by these people.
1: I really do. I think the last time I finally because um, 'cause I'll go to Hulu Live, but Hulu Live is very restricted as to who can access the account. So I dropped back down to normal Hulu and I was like, You make real money now. You can get the ad free Hulu. <laughs> That was like this year, so <laughs> I totally get it.
0: Um, I mean, but you know, that's that's not even the point, though. Like, I I just feel exploited mm-hmm. because it's not like these companies aren't making money. Now, I will say that there's probably a conversation to be had about uh, revenue when it comes to Netflix, only because they they have put a lot of money into their original content. Mm-hmm. More so than some others, but like Hulu is a conglomerate with FX, which will probably join Disney at some point. Like, it's not like you're not making money. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like exploitation to the max. And that is why for as long as I can, I'm gonna make sure that Apple thinks that I am an undergraduate student.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing this like I don't feel bad about it at all uh it's yeah streaming used to be like so great like to the point where like yeah get rid of cable but now it's almost exactly like, like exactly. comparable to cable prices with everybody and i don't know exactly. why everybody thinks it except for they're just all companies trying to make profit but i'm like we as the consumer cannot pay for every single one of your platforms but
0: right it's just it's too much and i don't like it and once again i say this i i say this multiple times a day capitalism really got me fucked up and anyway that's a different story for a different day but mm-hmm. they got me fucked up
1: you know i mean i am a living breathing example of capitalism having somebody fucked up because they decided to play capitalist games with the very thing that make, keeps me alive. Uh-huh. So, fuck capitalism. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so next up. Uh, Beyonce fires back a designer who claims her stylist stiffed him. It's weird to say that because I don't really feel like Beyonce is even aware of this or cares. But <laughs> um, art, fashion, and after, let's try this again. Fashion and art designer Nisi Quero accused her stylist Marnie Sanofante, of not paying him for his work on the album. Beyonce's public disputed the publicist, disputed the deeply troubling claims. Part of me is like, where's the fashion for this album? <laughs> is it in the visuals i would like to see the visuals and i got very distracted there but um so the publicist said that it's deeply troubling the designer newsy quero has posted damaging statements about Marnie regarding non-payments for work and in- completing in fact he is paid for his work and there's proof of all payments made so they have the receipts and i'm like why would you come for beyonce if um If they're the receipts.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and it's to your earlier point, like, no, Beyonce ain't got nothing to do with this. And she probably Mm -hmm. didn't even know about it beforehand. But it's that act of using a big name Mm because that man know he got his money, Mm -hmm. but he just wanted to use that
1: name. Like, sit down. Mm -hmm. Did you think
0: we don't have receipts over here?
1: It's funny because somewhere in the article, they're just like, well, I think it's a problem with his bank.
0: (laughs) And he admitted it. He admitted that there was an issue with his bank. Mm -hmm. And then on Beyonce's team, they were like, yeah, it was a problem with the bank. And instead of drawing this out, they just sent him a paper check. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) why did you, did you, were you that desperate for a look? You just wanted everybody to know you did something for Beyonce. Now Mm -hmm. you'll never do anything for her or anyone else again.
1: Yeah, and he removed his posts and stories from Instagram, so that checkmate came with the, it, <laughs> the DNA. Exactly. <laughs> Probably you did. Talk, Shut your ass up and go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Shaquille O'Neal sold his, uh, I think he had about 17 pretzel franchises saying that black people don't like pretzels that much. And I want to say Shaq. It's not that I don't like pretzels that much. It's just, I don't like malls. <laughs> exactly. I love I don't Auntie know. Annie's. <laughs> I don't know where he got this information from. I really don't. I love Auntie Annie's. It is Brett. You know what? We like Brett. But at the same time, I'm not going to go in the mall to eat your pretzels, dude. You? <laughs> but yeah.
0: When, when I worked in the mall... I went to Auntie Annie's all the time for mm-hmm. a pretzel with some cheese dip every mm-hmm. other day. <laughs> <laughs> like, where is he coming from? And then he threw like a little comment in there about like pizza. And it's like, we, we love pizza. Nigga, we don't love Papa John's. Right. That First was of a all, bad decision we didn't like Papa John's. In the very beginning, cause that dough sweet, and so we wasn't fucking with it, no way. <laughs> then they get, then they expose themselves as being superior racist and you still with them, and mm-hmm. you think we like Papa John's? Well, like no, goddamn Papa John's. Yeah. If anybody yeah. black is eating Papa John's, it is purely, and I mean purely, a situation of being. I was about to say coincidence, but that's not the word I'm looking for ease it's a situation of ease like it's right there or mm-hmm. you're at a work party and it's free mm-hmm. I mean like nobody is choosing Papa John. Je- mm-hmm. I ain't even choosing Papa John's over Little Caesars
1: yeah, that's I how really I feel like about Lil Papa John's <laughs>
0: I don't like Little Caesars except that crazy bread is good as hell but uh, other than that I don't even like Little Caesars but I'm gonna get some Little Caesars for I- I'm gonna get me a hot and ready for I get Papa uh-huh. John's Like, nobody likes Papa John's. What are you talking about? (laughs) Poor Shaq. And I like Shaq. I'm just saying that was dumb.
1: It was just a very loud and wrong assessment. If it
0: wasn't making you any money, just say it wasn't making you any money. (laughs)
1: Just say that. That's all I can say. Next up, I guess the baby decided to respond to a rumor that he was giving out free tickets in Nashville. I will say Twitter has been fucking hilarious when it comes to, like... The baby and stuff. They talking about he left like a thousand tickets at his mama's office, and a thousand tickets still there. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Talking about they gotta buy one get one free. Somebody, it's like an old like meme where it's like a car with the window like beaten, and it's like I had two the baby tickets, and somebody gave me four more.
0: And I mean, when they, sh- I mean, they showed, like, I, well, who knows if it was Ticketmaster or whatever venue you go to to buy the tickets, they won for $40 in the first place. Mm. When have I ever paid $40 to go see a fave? It won for $40 in the first place, and now you're doing two for 40 My yeah. G. Nobody is interested. It should be
1: a Groupon. Like, it, should it should be a group.
0: Gr- Nobody's interested, so just... <laughs> just stop, just stop
1: Catch yeah. your little
0: coins you have left and find something else to do, be a ghost writer, find something else to do
1: yeah, I think the it came from he was at Cheesecake Factory, which, why <laughs> but um I don't like Cheesecake about, Factory uh, the cheesecake, that's it and if that um, but they said he came to give out tickets and then he came back with a cameraman and somebody was like why is he here again <laughs> ridiculous just like, it's just funny to me I, I think it's hilarious Um, I wish that- nobody's
0: interested in you sir the flop mm-hmm. that's what you are no one's interested
1: <laughs> yeah uh, okay I was going to say something about Drake, but I don't feel like talking about him today. (laughs) So we're going to move on to American Music Awards of 2022. Oh, let me pull it up. I didn't even know the awards were taking place, so... I knew because it's weird. I have, like, I guess I follow Beyoncé as a tag on Twitter. So, you know, the, the... fun employed beyonce fans they're like they'll post a picture of beyonce and then they'll put it and they'll be like i'm voting for beyonce for this in the ama awards oh. <laughs> and that's the only reason why i knew. But, so I is know. that what that
0: is that what that top artist was is who the fans
1: voted for I thought they called it like a fan favorite, but I don't see it. Here, oh, okay. So maybe not. I was just trying to figure out how Taylor Swift won. Girl, the, her fans are like. Her fans make us look regular.
0: Which is why I was like, is this the fan one? But maybe I not. I mean, it. all I'm saying is, and no shade to Taylor Swift. But these things, if I'm not mistaken. I know I'm not mistaken. These things have a timeline. Mm-hmm. And so she just barely made the timeline. Mm-hmm. And compared to everybody else on this list, like, she just <laughs> really hadn't done a lot in the time frame to be considered for an award. I mean, I just, whatever. Congrats mm-hmm. to Taylor Swift.
1: <laughs> I will say I've also been thinking at the, um, the ticket master woes of her fans. <laughs> Basically, Man. like, a bot, like, you know, like, just expose the system. And so, like, bot got all these tickets, and people are trying to sell the tickets back for $95,000. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so glad y'all can get these kinks out before Beyonce job Renaissance. <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody's saying, like... What? Thank you.
0: So we ain't got to go through that. Yeah. The cause... Swifties walk
1: so we can fly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, um,
0: yeah, I wasn't really
1: interested in much of these wins. <laughs> um, I really
0: didn't have any surprises other than Taylor Swift winning top artist. Mm-hmm. Because she went against, which I'm not... Okay, so I have a little bit of brain fog. Um, I don't remember the last time the weekend put an album out, but maybe. But then she went against Drake. She went against Bat Bunny, who had a huge year. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, uh, the Harry Styles and even Adele. So it was like But Adele only got that, like go ahead she only has like one song out though right and that's what i was about to say it's not that i don't think that taylor swift is not a contender against these people Mm -hmm. she is but when you look at the time frame of what they have to enter their work i'm just saying she just barely made it like (laughs) so there was that um i don't know anything about um k-pop but the one group name that i do know is the one that won so congrats to them i guess
1: BTS is like the Kirk Franklin of their like genre. Like they always go in. <laughs> they,
0: they're the only ones I know. Yeah. Um, Wasn't surprised that Beyonce won for Soul R and B. Oh, maybe that was Grammys. Maybe that was Grammys, because Silk Sonic removed themselves. But maybe it was Grammys that they removed themselves from. It may have been. Um, which
1: Beyonce cleaned up shop with the Grammy nominations but I'm not even excited about them anymore because I don't believe they're ever going to do right So she
0: did. <laughs> um, they had the winner for new artist and let me just say maybe this is because I'm an old lady I don't mm-hmm. know these people Lotto is the only one I know so I expected her to win but she didn't mm-hmm. Dove Cameron won I don't know who that is me, Um neither but congrats to her. Um, I was, again. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, again, album pop album of the year. Mm-hmm. Again, Taylor Swift wins, and if I'm not mistaken, so the album that she won. Is isn't this the album where she just re-recorded all her old stuff, so that it's hers now? I'm almost certain that's the deal. So <laughs> that's a little confusing to me, but at any rate, she should not have beat Beyonce. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Um, I the soundtrack. Um, piece. Elvis who never, well, I'm not going to say he didn't have a single, like, original song to himself. How did he win (laughs) over in Kanto? (laughs) That's all. I'm just mad. Yeah, well, I'll I'll (laughs) get down there. So,
0: um, and then, like, for the female pop artist, again, Taylor Swift, which didn't make sense because she went up against Doja Cat, Lizzo, Beyonce, Adele. I'm just starting to believe everything that people say about these competitions. And I don't want to be that type of person because I want to believe in pure and
1: good things. But everybody's it's, making it hard. Um, it's just weird with her. Like, I think one of our friends said that, like, she just figured out the formula to win. And she doesn't really deviate far from it at any point in time. But it just continues to win and like but yeah
0: I definitely think she figured out a formula and and like I said it's not that Taylor Swift isn't a good contender because she is like mm-hmm. she's their peer for sure but like girl you just came out Beyonce of course won, won R&B artist I mean of course and I will mm-hmm. say that that was a stacked category to mm-hmm. me to me I liked everybody who was nominated for that so I was going to be pleased with whomever the winner was. Um, I was a little disappointed. You know what? I'm not going to say I was disappointed. I'm going to say who else were they going to pick besides Chris Brown for the male artist one because of all the nominees they had, who else were they going to pick? Um, Of course um, they had to give something to Kendrick Lamar. Um... <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> so I don't understand anyway. So he got like the artist award, but then he also his album also won. Mm-hmm. Um so that's cool. Um for the soundtrack, what you was talking about the Elvis soundtrack. Um I don't know but one song from that soundtrack, but that song was good as fuck, the one with Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I mean that's and again, it's the soundtrack. I don't know if they use a lot of his mm-hmm. original, and we are using air quotes here, music in the soundtrack.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All only
1: song I know was that Doja Cat one, and it was good, and I heard it everywhere. So. To be fair, I have not listened to anything Elvis-related because I don't fool with him. <laughs> but, I, d- I don't listen to anything Elvis-related. It was yeah. everywhere. It was on social media.
0: Again, that's what I'm saying. That's the only one I heard. Mm-hmm. And it's not an Elvis song. It's a Doja Cat song that samples some a little bit from whatever. But it was good. But it's the only thing I've heard. That being said... um. We don't talk about Bruno was a pretty damn big hit. Like mm-hmm. I I don't know. Maybe that one reached more people for adults. I don't know. Of course if I had my pick, I'm going with Stranger Things, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. That was weird. Um and yeah, that's pretty much it. Like they um they did uh for the rap song Drake and Future and Tim's That Wait For You song which I really love and it's so crazy that I love the song because I've never heard it in its entirety it is something again that I've only heard on social media mm-hmm. but I like it every time I hear it <laughs> I really thought uh Lotto would win with big energy but she didn't but it's okay and uh anything I left out that you want to mention
1: no Every year, I just move further and further from knowing who any of these people are. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Like, I'm such an old lady, because it's like, uh, I don't know. Um, Nicki Minaj did win for Top Rap Female Artist, which was uh, good, but weird, because they had, I don't know, they had people in the category with her. Well, not people, but I will say that like Glorilla and Lotto probably shouldn't have been in there just because it seemed like the rest of the categories seemed like more established people and these mm-hmm. are newer artists.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like they fit better in the newer category. And there were plenty other female girlies who had songs this year. Because apparently you don't have to have a full album out to be, see. <laughs> to be included in these rankings. So yeah, but that's about all I have. Um Beyoncé won a few more things of you know, she deserves everything. I have gone back, so let me tell you. Because, you know, I was in a Renaissance trance, mm-hmm. and it's all I was listening to. And I did stop for a while to listen to Ari Lennox's new album, which I also love. And um I did listen to a little bit of Big Glow once she dropped. But now I'm back on Renaissance and guess what my favorite song is now. You're you're just you're you're never you're never gonna guess. Is it plastic on the sofa? Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, okay, since I said you would never guess, I guess I can see why you would think that. But no, that's too much like being in love. No. (laughs) All up in your mind. Oh my God, I don't know what that song does to me
1: now. (laughs) It's just, yeah, I love that one. Um... It's like
0: when the album first dropped, I was so heavily focused on the first half of the album. Mm -hmm. And now I'm on the second half. Mm -hmm. Because I sing heated all the time. But Mm -hmm. all up in your mind, just like, oh my God, it does something to me.
1: (laughs) speaking yeah singing it, <laughs> my friend Crystal she was telling me about how, like when she was doing labor, she's doing labor to Renaissance, so mm. I think when it came to cozy, she had hit like the right dilation number where like the doctor changed clothes, like everybody came back in scrubs, and I was like, oh my God, it's like a musical where like you know they're like in the circle thing and they <laughs> change clothes, and, like it's a- and like every time I think of like. Birth the musical every time I hear cozy. Now, I'm pretty sure it was not like that, but it's like that in my mind now. (laughs) Perfect, the musical. (laughs) That is perfect. Okay, so, um, I think actually that's all we had for this time of current events. So, you want to go ahead and take a really quick break? All righty.
0: All right, and we are back, and it's time for us to move right along to our Someone Something.
1: Someone Something.
0: So, today we're going to talk about Miss Karen Bass. Karen Bass is now the Los Angeles first black woman mayor. So, let me get a round of applause for Miss Karen Bass. Karen Ruth Bass, born October 3rd, 1953, is a longtime congresswoman and state lawmaker. On Wednesday, following a week of counting votes, she defeated billionaire developer Rick Caruso and became the first black woman mayor of Los Angeles, pledging to combat homelessness and a long history of racial tensions. The people of Los Angeles have sent a clear message, Ms. Bass said in a statement on Wednesday. It's time for a change, and it's time for urgency. Her goal as mayor is to soothe the the tensity between communities in the city. She said that the main reason she ran was the familiarity of the current civic unease. She said that she will declare a state of emergency on homelessness and find housing for the 17th. Thousand homeless people in her first year, bringing to the job a long history of coalition building that dates back to the 80s when she applied for a federal grant to launch a nonprofit to address the crack epidemic. We know the Los Angeles native is passionate about building alliances to improve her community. Her nonprofit, the Community Coalition for Substance Abuse Prevention and Treatment, Now known as the Community Coalition, has since become one of the city's largest advocacy groups. In a statement on Wednesday, Mr. Caruso wished Miss Bass congratulations. There will be more to come from the movement we built, he said, but for now, as a city, we need to unite around Mayor elect Bass and give her the support she needs to tackle the many issues we face. Uh, I just want to give another round of applause to Miss Bass i can't remember what it was so funny she updated her twitter profile name and it was funny and i forgot so sorry i don't even know why i mentioned it if i don't remember it (laughs) it was like new twitter handle who this and of course it was mayor elect (laughs) yeah i'm just so excited she seems to be someone of the people now granted I don't know anything about her politics. I don't live in Los Angeles. So if y'all out there who do live in the area and it's like, no girl, you know, whatever, drop us a line. But from from where we stand right now, we are super excited and super proud.
1: Yeah. And I'm like super duper passionate about like, how can we change the lives and help the homeless? I know LA is um, a billboard for... (laughs) things just being way too expensive for people to live and so um she has a big ticket in front of her but i have faith that she can do it um so congratulations yeah, it seems
0: like something she's been working on for a long time like she ain't yeah. new to
1: it mm-hmm.
0: so that helps mm-hmm. um okay if we don't have anything else to add we're gonna move right on to tonight's poor life decision Poor life decision. So, tonight we're going to talk about how to deal with stress and depression during the holidays, or as I like to call it, the holiday
1: blues.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we all know that the holiday season can trigger depression for a number of reasons. You may not be able to make it home for the holidays, or you may be in a rough financial situation, If you're going through a difficult time, it can be tough to see others with extra joy in their lives. (laughs) It's so true. It is so hard not to feel like a hater. Seasonal (laughs) depression is more common than you may think. Approximately 14% of Americans experience the winter blues. If you're dealing with feelings of stress or depression... Know that you aren't alone and there are ways to manage your symptoms and get you the help that you need. So first, we're going to talk about what some of those symptoms are. The most common symptom of the holiday blues is amplified depression. This is true of people who may or may not be dealing with depression already. You may experience a bout of seasonal depression if you feel like Simple activities are more difficult than normal. This includes getting out to bed, making dinner, taking a walk, taking a shower, brushing your teeth, vacuuming the floor. The list goes on and on. Just simple daily tasks mm-hmm. that now feel extremely overwhelming. Other symptoms of the blues may include feeling more tired than usual, losing interest in things that used to bring you joy, having trouble concentrating. <laughs> so, um, we're gonna look at some ways to combat the holiday blues. There are many things that can contribute to it, so now let's look at some ways to deal with it. And as always, mm. doing it, this is informal. Just jump in when you like. I don't so like the room, first one. Well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so number one. Limit your alcohol. (laughs) Limit your alcohol intake and try, this is the funny part, and try not to keep it readily available around your house. (laughs) I literally laughed out loud when I first read this article. I was like, you did this on purpose.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, Lord.
0: If you're attending a party and you know that alcohol will be accessible, limit yourself to one to two drinks. Drinking to excess can affect your mood and amplify any negative feelings you may have. Now, I mean, I do that anyway at outings or holiday parties or any time I'm drinking away from home just because I don't want to be tipsy or drunk away from home.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Unless I'm at someone's house that I know I can crash at, so... Otherwise, (laughs) so Dorian, just don't keep it readily available, okay, love? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, I felt like they kicked me in the face with that
1: one. And number two, it's everything that I read. Like they're also like I was reading stuff about skincare, and they're like. Limit alcohol. And I'm like, are y'all in cahoots? <laughs>
0: they, it, listen, it is an industrial complex that we must take down.
1: <laughs> Big anti-alcohol. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Okay, so number two isn't any better. It says get plenty of sleep. <laughs> try to go to bed at a specific time each night. Being well-rested can improve your mood and help you feel ready to take on the day. And I do try to do this during the holidays but i have a hard time doing this on a regular basis so Mm -hmm. but i do try to like during the holidays if if i'm off work i try to go to bed at the same time and -hmm. at least wake up at well i'm gonna wake up at the same time i might not get up but i'm gonna wake up (laughs) Mm -hmm. learn to say no Overscheduling and not making time for yourself can lead to emotional breakdowns Learn how to say no
1: and stay firm on your decision. I'm also Uh, gonna add to that that sometimes the person you're saying no to is yourself. So with me, I like to plan holiday outings. (laughs) Come on, guys. Like every friend group wants a white elephant party, all these other things. I'm like, no, I don't need to do all of this. I don't need to play in all of this. <laughs>
0: you don't. That was that was that was a sermon right there, a word. Sometimes you need to say no to you. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Number 4, be open to new traditions. You may have an image of what you think the holiday should consist of, and this may not be what's actually happening. Instead of holding on to what the holiday should have been, allow new traditions to unfold. Um, dealing with uh, COVID when we were in the heat of it really helped me come out of that. So I'm actually pretty good mm-hmm. now on not doing as much as a family as we used to, where mm-hmm. we pretty much have now have the one gathering, but I'm used to, you know, I got to be with my nieces the night before Christmas so we can do stuff I gotta do you know uh, uh, that broke a lot of that up so it's a lot easier for me now but
1: sometimes we gotta let stuff go mm-hmm. I definitely agree that like I was able to like host my own and realize like I don't have to be with family every holiday um, Yeah. I was wondering what that age was <laughs> that I was gonna get there but the pandemic definitely helped but not to say that I'm not going to be with family, but <laughs> yeah. I don't have yeah. to be if I don't want to, just in case. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's an excellent point. Um, Number five, get support when mourning a loved one. If you've experienced the loss of a loved one, the holidays can be especially tough. Although it can be tempting to isolate yourself and grieve. It can be beneficial to spend time with your friends and family. They can support you through this difficult time. This is a very important one. My secretary and I were talking about this earlier um, mm-hmm. because I think that my granny is kind of dealing with this. Although she's so old school, she'll never say that's what it is. Because, mm-hmm. you know, with the older generation depression, what's that? But I do think that it's getting to her because, you know, her friends, she's lost so many friends and family lately. And Mm -hmm. I think that it's getting to her with the holidays. And my secretary was talking about the loss of her dad. And it doesn't have to be someone you lost during the holiday. But when you come Mm -hmm. up on big events, it's
1: definitely a reminder. It definitely doesn't help that I name my... Dog gingerbread and our Christmas time. (laughs) That's all I can say. I didn't (laughs) even think about that. Bless your soul. Bless your soul. But I mean, for me, I'm just trying to rechannel it. Of like, okay, just just think of the good times and not. Yeah. But. But yeah, like, and I think this time of year is a time where like a lot of people do pass, and so I will say, um. On the one side, get support. But if you know somebody who has lost a loved one, check in on them every one and again just to make sure that they, are, they feel supported at this time. Yeah. Um, number six,
0: spend time with your loved ones. Instead of spending the holidays alone at home, get with your friends or family. And get together and have a dinner party at your place. That's the funny part. The more the (laughs) merrier. You can spruce up things with lively decorations, add welcoming floral arrangements to your living spaces. Let me tell you something. I have hosted the holidays at my house. I am more than open to doing again. I ain't decorating, no. Um, (laughs) But I think the key here is being with loved ones and to understand that that's not always family Sometimes it's your chosen family and your friends are your loved ones.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree there. And um, I just keep sneaking in more Christmas decorations just to see if James notices he does it. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, it's really exciting. I need to make a centerpiece, even though I'm not having Christmas here. But I'm just going to do my decoration work anyways.
0: So like we, I record in uh one of my closets, and it's the closet where I keep um the Christmas decorations from my the they're the Christmas decorations go on the mantle, mm-hmm. and I was like I should really change my mantle to these beautiful Christmas decorations that I spent a lot of money on, and the answer mm-hmm. is still no right now, but I might change my mind. I might. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay,
1: I'll check in we'll Friday. See.
0: <laughs> uh well i'm gonna tell you right now friday gonna be too soon
1: <laughs> yeah. you we'll see we'll see we'll see <laughs> Why number so stingy seven with holiday cheer i just want to know <laughs> i it, i am not i'm just lazy <laughs> stingy that's and lazy right. aren't the same <laughs> that's right number
0: seven exercise regularly Plug in your headphones and pop out for a walk around the block a couple of times a day. A quick 10-minute walk will get your heart rate up and release mood-boosting endorphins. So, you know, I do intend to take this time to re... <laughs> I don't know if you wa Did you watch uh, The Pink? Mm,
1: I watched some episodes. I didn't get far in it.
0: So they kept having the re-re-re-opening. So I'm going (laughs) to re-re-re-re-introduce my workout schedule together. But Mm -hmm. I do think this is a good time for me to do that. I don't know. I I so want to walk outside. But we have dogs in my neighborhood, and I'm just not doing that. So uh, I'll probably just be on the treadmill or walk in my backyard. I can do that.
1: Yeah, I I don't like being cold, but I cannot deny, like, the benefit of being outside with vitamin D. I just don't like being cold. <laughs> so we're working on that.
0: <laughs> Number eight, do something fun to get over a recent breakup. It can be difficult to be alone when you're nursing an aching heart. Instead of sitting home, fill up your calendar with activities. I don't think... I mean, I'm not dealing with that right now. The way you're not dealing with that right now. But if any of you guys are, like, surround yourself with friends. It is so much easier mm-hmm. to sit home or lay home under the covers and cry. But be around people who really love you. Because mm-hmm. that nigga ain't shit. So get around people who really love you, you know, and
1: support you. <laughs> What, just, what are you laughing at? It's just you saying that nickname shit. But no, I was like, I get it. They're talking about holiday blues. The breakup was kind of random to me, but I also understand. Like, it's more of like the isolation in the time where, right? Um, I was like out with my friend, and the TV was on, and every other ad was like um, a K's and Jared's ad, and this is the first time that I was like. Okay, that's just so. And I kept moving, like me and my friends. There's times where we like run to the TV to turn off because we didn't want to watch that shit. So yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, the holiday does not totally
0: get it. (laughs) It also makes you make because while I'm not dealing with a breakup, the holidays will make me make bad choices, as in Mm -hmm. calling dudes that I said I wasn't gonna ever call before. 'Cause it's cold and I be want somebody to ruin my booty till I go to sleep. So don't yeah, make you make bad choices yeah. during the holidays. So you know let's yeah. do better as a tribe.
1: <laughs> Here at Poor Life Decisions, we are trying to make sure we don't make poor negative decisions. Oh <laughs>
0: and last but not least, avoid overeating. Before heading out to social events, fill up on veggies. <laughs> you can even fill up on a small sandwich bag or a snack in the car. Holiday outings can often lead to overeating, which can affect your mood and overall well-being. Now, I must say, I do eat before going to most holiday parties and things, but that's just because I don't know if they are going to have something I like. And I, I, I'm not trying to be <laughs> healthy. I just don't know if I'm going to like what they have. so.
1: I'm just trying not to be drunk I just have to eat
0: (laughs) exactly because like especially if it's someone that I've never been to a gathering of theirs before so I don't know Mm -hmm. like are they just going to have some carrots and
1: celery (laughs) which
0: is fine I love a good carrot which you should have
1: ate before you went to the house left the house apparently
0: exactly (laughs) like I love a good uh, crudite, you know set up whatever but I need some food if I'm going to (laughs) drink. Oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. The holidays. Speaking of
1: eating, my belly keeps grumbling very loudly, and I hope it's not on the podcast.
0: (laughs) I don't think so. I don't hear it, but if it is, we'll take it out. (laughs) Okay. The holidays can be an especially difficult time for older adults. So if you're unable to be with friends or family this holiday, look for volunteer opportunities that will allow you to be around others. That is so, so important. When I think about how much, um, <laughs> I'm so hesitant to say how much my granny depends on me because in all honesty, I depend on her. But when I think about all the things that I do for her mm-hmm. and just to think that there are a lot of older people out there who don't have that, Mm -hmm. um and i very often tell her like okay if your friends need something let me know thankfully i have a good church community that looks out for our elders but yeah if Mm -hmm. you can't be with even if you can't be with your friends like the holiday season it's a season so you Mm -hmm. can find a day to help someone you know and a lot of times they just want somebody to sit around and talk to so if you can just visit, you know, or see what you might could do around the house for um an older person, that would be amazing.
1: And it's kind of like, it is counterintuitive to think that, like, you know, when you're feeling that inside, to open up and reach out. But, like, there's a lot of times where, like, doing a volunteer opportunity will really just fill your your cells and beings with just happiness and joy um, just because you helped somebody that needed you.
0: I'm telling i've I've mentioned on the show multiple times how like I have been on the verge of a breakdown, and I will get a call from my be my eyes app, which is where mm-hmm. you help a blind or legally blind person do something, and just that act of helping i mean sometimes it's so simple as helping them count their money and mm-hmm. telling them how many like how many twenties there are and putting them in a certain order so they know what they have mm-hmm. one time it was so simple as is this ketchup or barbecue sauce? I mean, it's something, but it's something that they can't do for themselves and mm-hmm. helping somebody will completely take you out of that fog. And you're right, Dorian, like it feels how can I help someone? I feel this, but no, when you do, you really do feel better. You really mm-hmm. do. <clears throat> so dealing with a little post-holiday depression, Um, if you're still feeling depressed after the holidays are over, you may be dealing with more than just a case of the holiday blues. And if that's the case, you should speak with your doctor about your symptoms. You know, the holiday blues are real. They can disrupt your life in a serious manner. You may be able to ease your symptoms by making a few lifestyle changes, such as limiting your alcohol intake (laughs) and scheduling time with friends and family. If lifestyle changes aren't relieving your symptoms, then you may want to speak with the doctor. Anything else you want to say to close this out, Doyen?
1: Yes, we'll be linking to this, but there's an article about four ways to handle holiday depression from Charlie Brown Christmas, and that seems like a really great deal. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be definitely sharing this on episode. Um, I'm just curious, because I was gonna say we should
0: do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but wait, is this our season finale? (laughs) This is. Yeah, so we'll talk about that later. But yeah. (laughs) 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 Alright guys. So let's move on to our favorite part of the show. The Bayou Dream I know what my drink is today and i still have
1: to look it up Bam. okay i can start go ahead <laughs> um i'm buying a drink for twitter <laughs> just the sheer hilarity of twitter the past week like last week um we all decided that twitter was gonna die <laughs> and so we had a whole funeral for twitter the next day it was still here but we were hilarious that day then yesterday um They, this, there was this thread and they were talking about like maybe, um, basically making a Hallmark movie out of Twitter ex employees. So, either one was going to go back home and meet a plucky single guy and (laughs) they're going to have a little seven year old that puts them together, or and you know, is there like ex from middle school or something like that, or it is two ex-Twitter people, they go to a small town and fall in love. (laughs) But I was like, I just love that they're writing this whole Hallmark movie (laughs) on Twitter.
0: Like, I have tried so hard not to get overly consumed with it because I love Twitter so much and I don't want to let it go. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really... It's really the only social media where I spend a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, if it doesn't feel good, if I'm seeing things on my timeline that are not culture with me, then I'm out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was totally prepared for it because I I downloaded my archive, which was which has been a really tedious process. And I've I've downloaded my archive before mm-hmm. for that time hop app. So I'm not understanding why. It's such a tedious process this... Because
1: Elon Musk, like, fired half his staff. <laughs>
0: I mean, when you make points, that makes
1: sense. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I got all Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Planet it is absolutely not shit. But <laughs> I was like, just in case, if I need to share my stupid ideas. But, I mean... To me, I keep telling people, it's kind of like the people on the Titanic when they're like, oh, the ship is sinking. Well, let's just, you know, have a good dinner. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm just enjoying let's my time. Let's keep the music
0: going. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm just enjoying my time on Twitter while I can.
0: <laughs> while we can. Um, One on the street is Biz. Uh, Biz Stone is wrapping up the creation of another social media app. Biz mm-hmm. is one of the original... Uh, co-founders of twitter he is Mm -hmm. not the one that sold to elon that would be Mm -hmm. jack um but that's word on the street so i don't know i don't know i'm gonna play it day by day because are you done with your drink i want to let you finish your drink yeah that's it because my drink (laughs) is for me for Doing a really good job lately of staying in the present. So as I mm-hmm. mentioned um, last time we recorded that I have a new therapist. We have had our first session, y'all. I cried and acted such a fool. We she kept me for like almost an additional forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And I've, already, and I've already paid the invoice. Like, didn't even charge me for it. Like, that's how I carried on. <laughs> but keep in mind, I haven't talked to a therapist in some years now. So I had a lot built mm-hmm. up. But I had some things happen that day. And um, it's actually been a lot happening the last few days. But I have been, since my therapy session, I've been really rational about things. And I've been really in the moment. And when I feel myself jumping to the future and trying to predict every scenario i just pull myself back and like nope i'm gonna enjoy what's right here in front of me
1: mm-hmm.
0: and deal with it like that which is a big deal for me yeah she also called me a control freak and i'm trying to deal with that <laughs> not that i well. didn't already know <laughs> i mean not that i didn't already know but um we're working on it. So I am really just proud of me for, like, really staying present and staying mm-hmm. in the moment, specifically these last few days. And, yeah, so get y'all a therapist. Again, I did use the uh Therapy for Black Girls um database to find someone. And so far, so good.
1: It's always weird because you'll just tell us, like, something that is rough <laughs> for you. And like my first, thought, I was like, "Oh my god, she told us it did disappear." <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, that is actually awful. Let me help you." You know, um, but so it's, I see know, growth.
0: <laughs> it's growth, and, and and the growth part for me, because it's. Uh, the things that have been happening lately—it's really nothing. No one else can do, and for me, it's difficult to talk. It's difficult to talk about it when there's nothing mm-hmm. you can do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of yeah. course, you can be there for me, which is the most important thing. And she's mm-hmm. helping me to see that. But I am just so proud of me for staying in the moment. Cause, girl, I will. I mean, that is the, that is the very definition of anxiety is living in the future Mm -hmm. because I will predict every scenario because I try to control the outcomes. Mm -hmm. And so, but I'm just working on just, Hey, I even let my mama take granny to the doctor instead of me. No, that's progress. (laughs) progress that's big (laughs) that is huge so like i am just buying drinks for me and i'm telling you everybody like i know that um you know financial issues are real but if Mm -hmm. you can get a therapist i just feel like every black girl everybody black period but every black girl needs a therapist and just Mm -hmm. get you somebody and I just thank God that I so far have never had to go through that process of ending up with somebody who didn't work for me. I've talked to mm-hmm. so many people who stopped the process, stopped seeing a therapist because they had one that didn't work. It's like, no, you got to find one that works. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to lie. What made me go with my therapist? Because she from Memphis. I was like, oh, she black and she from Memphis. we're gonna get along good (laughs) yeah
1: and i will say there are like kind of solutions out there now if you have insurance there's like a bunch of companies are popping up that will help you find somebody who takes your insurance and um that kind of takes away from the cost because i was like oh people out here paying three four hundred dollars per Therapy appointment. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be fixing that one appointment. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and mine doesn't take my insurance, but she does offer a sliding scale. So there yeah, are and, also and I too. thought I thought <laughs> I thought that I wasn't gonna get a lot of relief from the sliding scale because I thought mm-hmm. on paper I make good money for where I live mm-hmm. and you know, but no, I have no uh issue being transparent with you. It's eighty eight dollars first session That's so
1: that was pretty good mm-hmm. compared yeah. to what I've paid in the past mm-hmm. uh, I also want to buy you a drink as we round out this season um, Oh, it is always great to talk to you every week or every couple weeks <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so just want to you know I'm proud of you and I hope you are proud of you which you are which is always great
0: I am. And uh, so proud of Doyen. And Doyen is such a... I've I've told her this in private, so I should just say it on the show too. Doyen is probably one of the bravest people that I know. Like (laughs) Times when I'm often like, "Eh, I don't know about this. Doyen. And it's not because... This is a Game of Thrones reference, so I know you may not.
1: (laughs) I'll Google it. It's
0: it's not because things don't ever frighten her, but it's because she moves through that fear, and that's what makes her so awesome. So I'm so glad to be doing this pod with her. Um, We are wrapping up our season two. It's been amazing. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back for season three.
1: I'm excited.
0: I've got new ideas. <laughs> Up there in the idea maker upper. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doyen, tell the people how to reach out and talk to us because we will be needing ideas from y'all for season three.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, you can email us at Poor Life Decision. That's not it. Hello at Poor Life com. You know how you just start out the game loud and wrong and you just uh, anyway. Every day every day. <laughs> uh we are on Instagram is poor like decision is one decision because we're trying to change them one at a time. Um you can always DM us there too. Our DMs are open. We are also on Twitter It's PLD Pod as long as Twitter is there for us to be on. <laughs> <laughs> um and, of course, we have the Etsy shop. Um, I will be working on holiday things because I like holidays. I like all of them except for, like, mm, I'm a little iffy back. Um, never mind. I don't like Christopher <laughs> Columbus Day, but I like Indigenous Peoples Day. That's right. And I was like, that's a long rant, and I don't need to go there. So <laughs> it's, a, it's Indigenous Peoples Day, period. Yes. Yeah. So um yeah, we just want you to you know talk with us. Let us know if you have anything on your heart and minds. We can put you on the prayer list. Doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, cannot tell you guys enough to check out that Etsy shop. Listen, don't don't let this holiday rush get you. Mm-hmm. Don't let it get you. Every auntie wants that. May contain alcohol. Cup every mm-hmm. honey wants it i mm-hmm. get asked about it a gazillion times when people go to my get, get to that etsy shop get that <laughs> cup there are also other cute things in store for you make sure you go to apple Podcasts or spotify leave us a wonderful review five stars the others do not work and then take a screenshot. Y'all are so great at leaving us reviews, but you are not doing a good job of sending the screenshots so that we can send you a happy. So yeah. thank you for the wonderful reviews. Take a screenshot of your review and slide it into our DMs and we will send you a happy. Um. Other than that, I just want everyone to continue using your sunscreen
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and to like, get ready for this unpredictable weather. Because mm-hmm. it'll probably, it's supposed to, well, we're in the South, so I don't know what it's doing everywhere else. But it's supposed to warm up some next week, so I'll probably be sick next week from all this weather change. But anywho, sunscreen, water, take your vitamins, take your meds, mm-hmm. anything else we can think of, Doyen?
1: the The Trinity is vitamin D zinc and vitamin c um Mm. there's also like just a lot of hoopla around like flu season right now Mm -hmm. i am a big flu shot proponent but it's because it's really bad when i get the flu but um (laughs) this holiday season may come with a lot of germs so try to be careful and take all your vitamins
0: yes um i'm glad you said that because the flu has been running rampant Mm -hmm. um would love to point out that uh, probably because we were wearing masks the last two years. Mm-hmm. So that probably helped a lot. But um, I too am a flu shot proponent. I am the type of person that gets the flu every year, no matter what. However, when I have not had the shot, and the only way I don't have the shot is because they come by my office to do it. So if mm-hmm. I'm not there, I've missed it a couple years because I wasn't there. It's bad. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: the last time I had the full fledged flu, without having had the shot, I I thought I was, it's funny now, but I was literally laying in bed and I was I said, Jesus, go see about me <laughs> because <laughs> I thought I thought it was over. <laughs> like it is bad versus me having the flu with the shot. I mean, it ain't fun, but mm-hmm. first of all, it's over within a couple of days. So, Mm. there's that. So, you know, build up your immune system
1: best you can. Yeah, me being hybrid, I'm not around people as much. But even when I was in office, like, really I haven't had the flu knock on wood since college when I was in a dorm with people. However, my fiance works at a school where it's a germ factory. And so... (laughs) I mean, that is the best way
0: to describe it.
1: (laughs) So try to like up my um immunity as well, so that I don't get sick. So yeah, yeah. All
0: right. So take care and uh thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we are going to take a short vacation and we will be right back with y'all next year. Yep.
1: See y'all later. Love you. Bye. Bitch, I'm big car Yeah. Don't call me Kim Ho. The fuck? Got good pussy. Have a bustin' out my window. Good feel like 50 cents. Why? Cause I got many men, ho. I be fresh as fuck. Expensive linens with no lint on. Bitch, y'all queen slime. Yeah. Queen of the dime.